Dionisio at the plate, he's over for 2 today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's... Oh, it's raining now. Welcome to a very special episode of Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we're being joined today by a very special guest, a longtime friend of mine, Mark Rosenthal. We've been collaborators on a, uh, on a number of shows. Mark is a hilarious guy. He's uh, very talented, but most importantly, he's a great baseball fan. Mark, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jack. Jeremy, thanks for letting me uh, into the studio. Yeah, definitely. And you guys just heard uh, Mark because he's uh, the composer of our awesome, awesome uh, theme song. Thank you for overselling it. <laughs> Nobody's ever called me a composer before. <laughs> Thank you for putting me on the same footing as Beethoven. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to live off that for days. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, we loved it. Um, and uh, yeah, we got it. We got it in as soon as possible. So uh, yeah, yeah, we're loving it for oh, sure. Oh, I know, man. I listen. <laughs> Definitely awesome. Well, since we're talking about uh, music here, uh, this episode is going to be all about baseball songs today. Yeah, um, definitely. We... It's something that we wanted to do for a while, mm-hmm. I think. And like, it makes perfect sense uh, to have Mark uh, as the guest for this one. So, yeah, really excited. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I guess before we get into that, um, uh, something that's a little more immediate right now is the All-Star Game. All-Star balloting ends tonight at uh, uh, 11.59 Eastern Time, yeah, just tick, a couple tick, of tick, hours tick, from tick, now. Tick, 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 tick. We, got, we got time. You know, no one's listening. If, if somehow someone is, like, tapped into the Wi-Fi and they're listening to us live right now, get, get your votes in. Get your votes in. Vote for Harvey Baez, by the way. Well, uh, yeah, that's an interesting one because uh, he's got a lot of competition at second base. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. So let's uh, let's take a look at the ballot. And we so what we did for this episode was we recruited Mark for this as well, and we um, we had everyone do uh, their all star ballots. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, a couple years ago, the ballots switched over. There used to be the paper ballots with the. Um, Potential hanging chads. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, you would get them at, at games, right? Yeah, they would exactly. pass them out at games. The usher would hand them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. they also sometimes have them at like Foot Locker or like Champs or something like that? <laughs> I, I I could see that possibly. Yeah. I have a very vivid recollection of filling out All Star ballots at a Foot Locker or like a Champ Sports. Okay. It's nice. very likely it was NBA All Star ballot. Oh, I don't okay. know, but I just remember going in there and you know waiting for whoever to find my. Big fat shoes because I need fat <laughs> shoes for my fat feet, and then just like you know, homering it up and just Bulls players. Yeah. Like I was the only human being ever to be like Jason Caffey definitely should be an All Star, <laughs> and like fill out like eight of them under assumed names and just jam in the ballots. Yeah, in there. exactly. Yeah, you just put it in that cardboard box and you assume that it went where you thought it was going to go to get counted. Mm-hmm. Sure. Who knows? Are you telling me? <laughs> they didn't get there? I don't know. I Jeremy, mean, are you telling me that's why Jason Caffey was never an all-star? <laughs> I will say, like, in the hectic life of a, a footlocker manager, <laughs> I wonder if he forgot to deliver those ballots to where they needed to be. Sure, <laughs> sure. Or, yeah, conveniently forgot. Yeah, exactly. And he, like, then he just, you know... Uh, he got paid off by some Bucks fans because they were writing in Vin Baker. I was going to say, he blocked someone's, like, box of shoes, and he was like, Rodman. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was like... Dennis Rodman uh, Pistons days, but anyway, uh-huh. um, okay. So in the uh, in the hypothetical scenario, all right. So we got our our, our ballots here. So mm-hmm. um, uh, Mark, you want to go first uh, as the guest? Sure, sure. Do you want to go National League or American League first? Let's let's go American League first. Great, because that's the one I've got pulled up. 
Okay. Um, very good. Uh, all right. Well, uh, why don't we start? Uh, we'll start. Uh, I'll, I'll start in the outfield, and we'll just work our way in. Okay. okay. I like that. So yeah, I like that. my three outfielders. Uh, I've got Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. Duh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aaron Judge. Duh. Mm-hmm. Mookie Betts. Duh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I thought that. I mean, that was probably the easiest. Of anyone to pick, yeah, I, I the agree. American League outfield. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's uh-huh. that's that's like who rightfully should probably be the, the starting three. I think. Yep. You know, um, Jack. What about you? What did you have? Okay. Yeah. So I had Trout. Uh, uh, I had Mookie Betts. Okay. Um, and I actually had Eddie Rosario uh, for oh. my last oh. one. Yeah. Very uh, so I felt like based on pure popularity and also numbers, like a judge is going to be the one who actually gets voted in. But yeah. Rosario's got really good numbers too. He's hitting like well over three hundred, I think. Yeah, three hundred eight. Uh, I got three. the numbers right in front of me. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, three hundred eight. What's he got? About seventeen home runs. He hit one yesterday, so he's got eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he's he's been really solid, and I feel like he's going to be the Twins guy this year, so... Uh. Yeah, I think in a, in a sense, like, um, you know, it depends, like, okay, so if you're voting, like, to try to get your guy in, I mean, starting uh, in the All-Star game is, like, the honor, like, but, you know, so a lot of these guys are going to get uh, picked in anyway by their managers or by the players' vote or whatever, mm-hmm. um, so, like, the, the Twins need, need a guy because they have the rule, everyone has to have at least one person, so I would think that he would be the guy, mm-hmm. but um, definitely deserving of, the, of that spot, for sure. Mm-hmm. Of course, Trout and Betts, too. Okay, so this is funny. This You guys might... Well, actually, this is respectable. I, I'll, get to, I'll wait till I have my, like, questionable calls uh, for, for my votes. Because here's my theory about, like, the All-Star ballot uh, voting is, like, I, I don't typically vote for the guys who I think, like, that don't need my vote. That makes sense. You and know? That, that was kind of my reasoning in not picking Judge, I sure, guess. Yeah. yeah. So you're a third-party voter? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen. Jeremy, uh, I don't know if you want to identify like that right now. <laughs> I don't. Hey, let's keep them on the ballot. That's all I'm saying. No, I, no, I, no, no. Okay. I just want to make sure they get funding. What? <laughs> You're making me sweat more than I already am, which is a lot. Uh-huh. But, um, okay, so my uh, three selections were, I, I threw a vote for Michael Brantley. Okay, yeah, oh, again, over 300. I felt like I was yeah. gonna lo- looking at Brantley, too, but uh, there's a lot of Indians who are probably going to make it this year. That's so true. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I wanted to recognize him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually cooled off very recently, like mm-hmm. in the last week or two, but mm-hmm. he's still over 300. Yeah, uh, I threw a vote for Mitch Haniger. Okay, who I yeah. def- who I legitimately think does deserve a spot, but like you know, he's never going to beat out Trout, Judge, or uh, Betts. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was just throwing one out there for him. Uh, but he's got great numbers: two two sixty nine average is okay, seventeen homers, um, sixty two RBIs. Like I think he's he's starting to like make his name known yeah. uh, amongst like. You know, elite players, and mm-hmm. so like I think he's he's deserving of a vote. Well, sure, and RBI wise, he's ahead of Judge, and he's ahead of uh, um, your guy that uh, you said Rosario. Rosario. Yeah. Rosario. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 true. So I, yeah, I, I like I like uh, I like Mitch Haniger, mm-hmm. and uh, my third guy is Eddie Rosario. Oh, okay, wow. going for Eddie Rosario. Wow. All right, a lot of Eddie Rosario love. I almost wonder <laughs> if that's recency bias because we just saw the Twins play. Who yeah, knows? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, you know, those guys, like Eddie Rosario, like, he, he, see, this is what I, I like when a guy has a good first half. Mm-hmm. A guy who, like, traditionally shouldn't be an, an all-star, maybe, but then he has a good first half. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think he deserves to make it based on that. Yeah. I remember uh, a couple years ago, uh, Brian LaHare on the Cubs mm-hmm. um, was, That's like, right. he, he had, like, a good, like, April and, like, 
maybe two and a half weeks of of May. Yeah. And he made the All Star team. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Didn't Fukudome make the All Star team? Uh, I believe. Yeah, I think he might have. Yeah. Year. I mean, I remember him. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated yeah. in May yeah. after one month of baseball, and he was great <laughs> up until the break. And yeah. then some point at, during the All Star break, somebody like. Came to him in his dreams <laughs> and stole how like how to hit a baseball. Yeah, from him. yeah. Or that, that, or the pitchers were like, "Hey, this guy's just kind of running at the ball and waving his like he's waving his fists with the bat in his hand, and he's getting hit. So let's just like throw him like you know inside or something, you know." But yeah, it was it was pretty sad his decline. Actually, uh, here's another fantasy uh, <laughs> unwanted fantasy tidbit: is I. Once I'm in a keeper league, uh, and we can keep guys unlimited, right? So whatever year that was, I think it was 2008, maybe he, he debuted. I traded a young Prince Fielder for Kosuke Fukudome. Wow! <laughs> in a keeper league, was that yeah. like the year he hit 50 homers? Um, I think it was a year. The year after, because I think Fukudome's yeah. first year was maybe 08. Yeah, right? was it yeah. the year he ate 50 nachos out of the stand? I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He like he's a vegetarian, but he still managed to gain weight somehow. But yeah. So um, yeah, old uh, old Prince. So that kind of haunted me for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, you've anyway. seen that clip of him like running into the stands yeah. and stealing people's food, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 yeah it's great. <laughs> that guy is a menace. <laughs> if only he could reach up the fifth row. You know, there's yeah. stuff up there. Uh, uh-huh. So okay, so. Uh, that's, so okay, so that's our outfield. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. Good. Um, let's go infield. Uh, Mark, who do you got for uh, first base? I got Jose Abreu. Okay. Uh, the AL first base race just seemed like a big pile of bleh. Yeah. Yeah. And first base is such a, a premium position that I don't know how that happened. Yeah, it's weird. The the, the power positions in some of the leagues uh, this year are like yeah, there's a there's a dearth in in uh, output. I guess I don't mm-hmm. know, but it's it's weird. So like. Yeah, Jose Abreu is leading the voting, and like, it, I'm just surprised that a White Sox is leading the voting, like, especially how bad they are. Yeah, exactly. I think that this is actually uh, an example of like fans, a rare example of fans just being objective and being like, yeah, this guy's numbers are the best. We'll vote for this, which yeah. usually doesn't happen. It's usually kind of a popularity contest sometimes. Yeah. Um, my my vote for first base was uh, I put Mitch Moreland question mark. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so I guess like Mitch. Moreland Moreland, but um, you like hacked the HTML code for the ballot. And you put a question mark in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's hitting 288. I actually didn't look yeah. at his at bats. So how many at bats does he have? Do we have his numbers up there? 229. Okay, so that's like two thirds of the time that he's been playing. But, yeah. Uh, he was good enough. Well, I mean, there might be other reasons why the Red Sox released Hanley Ramirez, but uh, yeah. You know, yeah, but they, uh, you know, I would in theory he was good enough for them to release him, like to yeah. make him the first baseman. You know? Uh huh. So yeah, and I, I was actually going to bring up Hanley Ramirez on a previous podcast, but I was like, okay. I don't want anybody to like listen to this and come after us or something like that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you think there are still Hanley Ramirez fans? <laughs> uh, did you hear about this, Mark? There's Hanley Ramirez uh, co-conspirators, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's, I actually don't know the full story, no. but like, there's allegations that he was connected to a drug cartel. Yeah, a drug cartel. Um, yeah, he yeah. Un- he's under investigation. Yeah, that's what currently it, the, the story kind of dropped off. There hasn't there hasn't been much of it since. Kind of like the heads that's... of some rival cartel members. <laughs> that's like, do you remember? I don't know. If you guys, I, know I don't hate to get off of baseball. But sure. I hate to digress. Sorry. But do you remember a couple years ago there was a guy who played for the Bears and it was Sam Fold. He was a wide receiver. He oh. played a couple mediocre years yeah, wait, like Cowboys. Wait, wait, Sam Fold is a, the... Wait, it's Sam... Sam... Oh, oh. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda, like, Shit, I just totally jacked... 
yeah. shit all over Sam Fold, former Cub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that's Samfold not... Is still um, like, current Oakland A, Sam Fold. Yeah, he's still he, yeah. hitting his head into the ivy. He's okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, God. No, I know. It's like Sam Hill or something. I know who you're talking about. He yeah, was yeah, on, yeah. He was a, he was a long time... Not a long time, but he was on the Cowboys. And he came to the Bears for Sam like... Sam Hurd. Sam Hurd. That's what it is. H-U-R-D. Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, yeah. Sam Hurd uh, <laughs> moved to Chicago and played one very mediocre kind of a season for the Bears. I don't even yeah. know if he played... I, I almost want to say he was only on the team, like, it was like six games into the season that yeah, he got busted. Yeah, when he got busted for uh, selling literal bales of drugs, I yeah. believe cocaine and marijuana, yeah. he was trying to set up a drug cartel in Chicago, <laughs> and, he, and he was busted at like a Ruth's Chris or a Morton's that's right. by it an undercover like, cop who met him at a fancy, that, like, fancy steakhouse. It's right, that's right, it was the Rosemont, like, the the Morton's and, and yeah. Rosemont. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was in a Rosemont, too. Oh. My God, which is already mopped up to begin with. Yeah, uh-huh. for sure. Yeah. Oh, um, how did I miss that? Okay. It's pretty sad that like a Bears player had to like resort to <laughs> doing drugs <laughs> in addition to his, you know, his Bears uh, team team playing. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah, Sam Hurd. That's a that's a blast. That's a that's a good uh, recall right there. Um, so uh, yeah, first base, right? So okay, so um, Moreland. Mitch Moreland. Yep. Yeah, Moreland is is a solid guy. He's 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 one of those remarkably like unsexy players. Like, yeah, I just like he's uh-huh. doesn't excite me at all. But like he's he's a solid guy. Um, my first base pick. I, I was going against Abreu. Um, just because, just for whatever. Just I was trying to look deeper, and uh, I liked Matt Olson. Um, but the the average is pretty low, so I went Ryan Healy. Okay, uh, Ryan the Healy, Seattle um, Mariners. Love uh, the way he spells his name. Yeah, Ryan Healy. Ryan. Yeah. Um. He. Uh, yeah. He's solid. I, I. I don't know why the A's got rid of him. Um, no, I don't yeah, know. Either. They kind of gave up on him quick. Yeah. And I mean, okay. So he's got a two fifty two average, mm-hmm. which isn't really all star caliber. But he's got seventeen homers, and mm-hmm. he's on a team that's like surging. The, yeah. The, the Mariners. So yep. I figured I would go. I, I'll go Ryan Healy just for a, a lesser looked at prospect. I sure. Guess. All right, um, Mark, second base. Altuve. I mean, yeah. I don't think there was any other choice, honestly. Not yeah. only popularity contest, but he is. Yep. Yeah, he's hitting three thirty-four, I think, right yeah. now, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, he's just an amazing player. He's a shoe, and I think he's yep. leading. I think he has like over a million votes, and the next guy is like you know uh, like five hundred thousand or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Jack, what about you? Yeah, uh, that it was chalk on that one, Altuve. Okay, Altuve. All right, so here you go. I'm, I'm not trying to be a contrarian mm-hmm. at all, but again, I felt Altuve. He's He's got it, right? Yeah. So I'll throw one for Glaber Torres. Okay. I would like to see Glaber Torres in the All-Star game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we've talked a little bit about that trade on the podcast yeah. uh, already. But, um, yeah, I mean, he really looks like he's the real deal. And, uh, you know, I mean, hey, he, he helped, like, that trade helped the Cubs win the World Series. He so. did, yeah. Yeah, I, but don't ever say Glaber Torres to me again. Okay. <laughs> don't don't remind yeah. me what we gave Mark, up. Mark's glaring over here, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, look. Don't get me wrong, like that dude pitched us to a World Series and I'll I'll never forget it. Yeah. But he also definitely like choked his girlfriend and shot a gun near her. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. was near her, yeah. <laughs> Just into the wall behind her, man. It wasn't, you know. Sure, I mean it was it was good enough for uh, the Blade Runner, wasn't it? It was good <laughs> enough for Oscar Pistorius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So yes, no, I mean it's it's tough. That's a it's a tough subject. Um it, you almost I was saying like you almost like you almost like kind of hope you kind of wish ill will to Glaber Torres, so the trade isn't as bad for Cubs fans. But like, I gotta admit, he's doing great. He like, is. He's yeah. actually a really great young ball player. Yeah. And it just angers me that he's not with us. It's right gonna, now. It'll sting. It'll sting. But for a while. at the same time, I'd rather have the guy we have. 
So yeah, that's true. All right, exactly. Because you would have had to have the issue of where to play him. But um, all right, shortstop. Who do you got? Francisco Lindor. Actually, yeah. okay. uh, as much as I despise him for absolutely brutalizing us during the World Series, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yep. he's a fantastic shortstop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. That's a good call. Yeah. Um. So I had Machado, but in yeah. my in my notes uh, on here, I put Lindor and Segura. Uh, also oh, yeah. very good. Okay. Segura's having a in an, in an amazing season. He's hitting like three. 34. He's like tied with Altuve for the league lead in uh, batting average. Um, so yeah. he's doing really well. Uh, I mean, he might get aced out by those two guys who are both really popular players. I mean, yeah, the never stiffer competition than AL shortstop. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, so you got Machado, Lindor, or Correa to pick from. Even Correa, yep. yeah. So um, I went with Lindor as well. Um, I like Lindor. Um, I think, like, I don't know. I just like, I like his complete game. Um like Machado, like they they're saying Machado's kinda looked a little more pedestrian since moving back to shortstop. Mm-hmm. Obviously he's hitting the cover off the ball. He's yeah. he's re- doing really good. Uh Correa is like, you know, he's a winner. Um he's he's really good uh, as well. Um all all around. But yeah, I just I, I just you know, you throw a dart, I just pick Lindor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for sure, Lindor on that one. Third base, who do you got? Oh with Bregman. Ah, Bregman, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't I don't follow a lot of American League ball. I'm a Cubs fan, sure. and I really just mostly follow the Cubs. Yeah. So that one was third base there. I didn't know too many of the names, and I just kind of picked the guy who had what looked like the best stats. Yeah, okay, that's fair. No, that's fair. I mean, he's certainly deserving of the, of the spot, I think, like amongst you know a bunch of other good guys. But, uh, yeah, okay, Alex Bregman. Yeah, uh, so I, uh, I I think Bregman is going to make it. Uh, I voted yeah. for our, our boy uh, Josie Ramirez yeah. over there at uh, <clears throat> at uh, third base. His numbers are his numbers are amazing. Yeah, he. I mean, yeah. So that's the thing is like I I actually didn't really look at anyone else's numbers really because Jose Ramirez is really just he's killing it right now. Two ninety six, mm-hmm. twenty four homers, fifty six RBIs only. But uh, I'm not sure who's getting on ahead of him or where you know where he's been in the lineup necessarily. But yeah, he's he's awesome. Just like. I, I love that Jose Ramirez has kind of been like a cocky dude from the beginning. Yeah. Like, was it was that his rookie year that he got the the twins all pissed at him when he hit that homer? Uh, that I don't I don't know he, that. He, that's what put him on the map for me. He hit a homer against the twins and he he like watched it and like he had the bat in his hand and like halfway down the the first baseline and was watching it go out and like the twins were on the first base dugout and like Molitor and some other guys were like barking at him like telling him to run and like Jose Ramirez was like no one at the time mm-hmm. and like. He put me on the like for he got on my my radar at that point and uh, I, I like the guy. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> him um, and like him and like Carlos uh, Carrasco were making these weird like baseball like effigies. Like uh, <laughs> they were like they took like a razor blade like in the dugout and were like slicing up these baseballs and taking the stitches out and they made these weird like voodoo doll heads and stuff. What? It was pretty cool. Like so I'm like that. This is a cool guy. Mm. I like him. Mm. Yeah. So Jose Ramirez. Um, <clears throat> all right, that moves us to, uh, let's go with uh, DH. How about that? I want J.D. Martinez. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's just hitting the shit out His of His numbers ball. are ridiculous. <clears throat> I went with J.D. Martinez, too. He's got, like, what, 71 RBIs or something like yeah, that? Like yeah, like 20, 24, 25 homers? Yeah. 26 now. 26 now? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, 327 average. I mean, yeah, he's clearly deserving of it. I mean, my God, uh, especially because of all the brouhaha about, like, the contract he was holding out for this yeah. year. Um, and, you know, I was I admit that I was one of the people who was like, you know, Jose Ramirez, or J.D. Ramirez, rather, isn't Martin, worth, yeah. um, you know, uh, J.D. Martinez, sorry. Yeah. Uh, J.D. Martinez. There you go. That's a point, yeah. in, point in, uh, exemplified. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, exactly. I was like, oh, J.D. Martinez thinks he's worth 25, 30 million a year. He's yeah. not. He's not. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he proved me wrong. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, I'm going to be the, the okay, jerk again. Okay, here we go again. I voted for Otani. Oh, come on, <laughs> Jeremy. You have, you have a hard-on for Otani, okay? You're, yeah. You are an Otani fanboy. I, I, don't you want to see him play against these guys? Wouldn't that be cool? Sure. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Is he going to be healthy enough to play? No, you know what? You want your cards to be more valuable, Jeremy. That's what you want. Yeah, LOL. Yeah, LMAO. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Otani, I think, is like a seemingly a once in a generation talent. Yeah. The fact that he's able to play very well as a pitcher and as a batter is very impressive. Yeah. But the hype of it is. Was so oversold. Yeah. The fact that he hasn't hit like 90 home runs and thrown six no hitters already it's true. means he's already a disappointment to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's true. It's true that people. I think people are being hard on him a little bit. Like he didn't create the hype. Like he did. I feel like he did. Maybe his people were responsible for the like the dog and pony show of him like going to all these teams and mm-hmm. the Cubs made a 3D presentation of what his life will be like. <laughs> as, did as they cop. really? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, Kershaw was like pissed about it. He's like waste of time. Like, mm-hmm. like, but and so, like, I guess maybe they could have did that could have went differently, but like, I don't know. I just think I just want to see him in the game. That that that's why I threw a vote because like I would like to see him just in the at get in the game at some yeah. point. Mm-hmm. If he like hit against like Scherzer or something, like that would be pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I think it's really cool that as far as Otani the player, I think it's pretty awesome that he chose to come over when he did yeah. at the age he's at. Um, because he forwent a lot of money to come early. Yeah, yeah he could have sure. gotten a way bigger contract if he'd have held out what just another year. I think it was something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So and so the fact that he took like a lesser deal to come now, I mean, that just shows that he wants to play here and he wants to play against the best. Yeah. So I mean, props to him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's um, just hope he keeps it going. That's all. And you know, his name <laughs> stuck out to me, and one of the things I thought when I saw it was. Uh, There'll be other years for him, you know, because he's so young. I'm yeah. sure he'll be on other all-star teams. Well, hopefully, yeah. No. Um, we'll if he see. stays healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, but I agree. Jay Martinez obviously deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't do catcher, right? No, we have not. American no. League catcher. Let's, what do you got, Mark? Uh, I got uh, Wilson Ramos. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was what I had, too. And he's leading the voting, too, isn't he? Uh, last I, think, I checked, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... Wilson Ramos is his starting American League Yeah, catcher. I was going to put an Wake exclamation up, point yeah. after uh, on my note here. Uh, yeah, well, that's another example of, like, he's just the guy with the best numbers. Yeah. Like, there's no real, like, superstar among AL catchers, is no. there? Yeah. No. I, okay, so my vote was for Gary, uh, Gary Sanchez. Okay, Because sure. I feel like he's probably the most talented yeah. of those guys, but his average is, like, uh, abysmal. Like, yeah. It's uh, 190, Oof. below the Mendoza line. Oof. He's got 14 homers, but... Um, he don't, you don't deserve to make the All Star team with that, but no. I'm trying to go for like the the most the excitement factor. Sure, so. but Wilson Ramos, he, hey, I, he's in 291, 12 homers, like, and uh, that would give the Tampa Bay Rays a chance to knock out their their one guy, I suppose. Um, so okay, let's move on to the National League. Okay, um, we started with the outfield, right? So let's go there for the National League. All right, all right. Uh, well, I have Matt Kemp. 
having okay. a very surprising yes. uh, okay. year this yeah. year. Yeah. Also, one of the leading vote getters, Nick Markakis yeah. again. Okay. Big year, leading vote getter. This is my homer pick. Okay. Jason Hayward. <laughs> All right. Very nice. He's batting 288 for the year. Yeah. Uh, the finally the bat has met up with his glove. Yeah. You know, he's one of the best defensive outfielders in the league, yeah. if not the best. And that he's finally like hitting better than he probably has in his career. Yeah. Right up to now, like is fantastic. Yeah, for sure. I, so the, the 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 word on Hayward has always been like if he can just hit like two sixty five or something like with his glove, he's like he's like a you know a must have player. And so like right. he's doing that now. So like yeah, that's the that's fact. Fair. The only thing that bums me out about Hayward is he's like six foot nine. He weighs two hundred and fifty pounds, <laughs> solid yeah. muscle. Yeah, and he's a contact hitter. Yeah, mm-hmm. he yeah, should be sure. hitting balls into Schomburg. Yeah, that's yeah. how far he should be hitting yeah. them. I know. It's He's, he's built like a, a brick shit house, you know. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's all muscle, and he's like he's like you said. Yeah, six he's miles. a fast Glen Allen Hill. That's what he is. <laughs> nice, awesome. Um, you know, yeah, we haven't actually called out how much uh, Cub hubris there is in the room this evening. Yeah, uh, Jeremy and Mark are both uh, are both diehard Cubs fans. We'll, we'll have plenty of chances to call it out when we get to to my ballot too. As well, oh, oh, so. wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Um, yeah, I was thinking when Hayward hit that grand slam uh, against the Phillies a couple weeks ago, uh, Cubs fans are saying, "Oh, great! Now that eight-year contract." Is completely justified after that. After that one, it was but, justified by the speech. It was justified by the speech. Exactly, man. Yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. about that. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Well, well, moving on to mine. So mine were uh, Markakis and Kemp. I thought as well. I, you know, I just want to do a quick shout out to Nick Markakis, uh, a yeah. guy who everybody kind of thought was was finished, uh, mm-hmm. or well, maybe not finished, but he's somebody that nobody's ever really talked about. Yeah. But he's been very solid. He's got over two thousand career hits, and you know, good for him for leading the league and you know, very close to leading the league in hitting. I think he's leading the league in in uh, hits this year, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So he's had a really solid career, um, and he's probably this is his contract year. I think I think he's he's probably playing for one more three or four year deal. Yeah, um, and I hope he gets it. Yeah, yeah uh, very nice. Uh, and uh, my last outfielder was Dickerson from the Pirates. Interesting, so, Dickerson. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he's in 303. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Dickerson had a good year last year, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, he did. Um, and uh, he started off okay, but uh, he's the, ho- the homer numbers aren't there what they were last year. But Did the Rays just DFA him? Like, what did yeah. they, yeah. I don't know what happened. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. Maybe, yeah. he, maybe he, like, uh, stepped on one of the Rays in the tank out there. Like the, <laughs> the Stingrays or something. He was trying to get revenge for Steve Irwin <laughs> so many years too late. <laughs> As a rookie coming up with the Rockies, he was just like, I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna get on that ro- the Tampa Bay roster, and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get revenge for. Like for he had a plan. Hunter. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> That's awesome. You're just gonna just like punch the shit out of some stingray. They dragged <laughs> him out of the ballpark, and he's like, "It was worth it." <laughs> Be gone to Pittsburgh with ye. Uh, very nice. All right. Um, did that was three, Jack? You had that. Yeah, I had that. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So these are my three. <laughs> I kind of wish we did outfield last because this is if you guys yell at me for Otani, this one, this one is gonna. You guys are gonna really give me shit for this. Uh, I already, I already know just by the look <laughs> on your face. All right, so I'll start. I'll start here. I'll start. Okay, no, I'll, I'll do this. I'll, I'll go more obscure. Okay, these these are my these are my guys. This is this is totally self indulgent. I got Brian Anderson for the okay. for the Marlins. Yeah, yeah. I got. Write-in candidate Brandon Nimmo for the oh, Mets. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I got 
Jason Hayward. Okay, <laughs> that's my wow. outfielders. All right, all right. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. Okay, take away my baseball card. Well, N- N- Nimmo has uh, has really turned it on in the last month or so. Um, yeah. I-, I didn't look at his numbers recently. Are they good enough to? Uh, I mean, he's. Yeah. I think he's over three hundred. Is he now? Um, okay, yeah, I'm pu- I'm pulling it up right now. Um, but uh, Brian Anderson uh, has got uh, like you know for the Marlins who might not have uh, you know too many guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's throw him. A, let's throw him a vote. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Nimmo is uh, two sixty five, twelve homers. 20, he only has twenty six RBIs. But okay. uh, he's lead, he's been leading off though. I think for the most part. Sure. So I don't know. We saw him in that. We saw him like have that the the, the game of his life. And like he's. I think he's a rising star. I think mm-hmm. he's gonna be great. I think like this is the beginning of like the Brandon Nimmo like rise to 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 popularity in New York. So. I'm I'm getting out ahead of the, the curve. Yeah. And Marcus is shaking his head. At As a Cubs fan, I'm so disappointed <laughs> that you would pick a Met. Well, yeah. that's true. Yeah, it, it's the Mets are so like t- uh, like like harmless right now, though. You know, it's almost like I know like you. you sure, they were harmless in '69 too until that black cat showed up. I suppose so. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ron Santos is um, he's he's turning in his grave right now hearing that, but. No, I you know I I like Nimmo. I, I, there's not too many other Mets that I like, but I like Nimmo. Brian Anderson again. I'm I'm getting ahead of the curve with that. And Hayward is like it's funny because it's like yeah, it's like Hayward like he he hit the grand slam and it's like now he's like the best Cub ever. Yeah, yeah. But I think like let's, let's throw him a vote. Of course you got your well Bryce Harper might. I don't know. Oh well, yeah. What's gonna happen with Bryce Harper? Is he gonna make it? See, I, I think he's he's popular enough that he like should be on the team because he's one of the most popular players. And in the it's game. in Washington. But I think if you ask him, I don't think he thinks he deserves it. No, no. I mean, he, like the power numbers are there. He's still yeah. got like what twenty something home runs. He's got yeah. a ton of walks. Yeah, yeah, and a bunch of walks. But he's also batting one ninety. Yeah, uh, he's batting under two hundred. Yeah, 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 it's bad. Okay, yeah, it's, it's not it's not pretty. Um, but uh, and like he said that he wouldn't do the home run derby unless he got voted in. Yeah. And I think and I think people were saying like, oh, it's because he doesn't want to. Everyone is so trying so hard to like hate Bryce Harper. I feel like I I think he meant that because he doesn't think he deserves to be part of the yeah, festivities. That's what I thought as well. But I think people are like, oh, so he's refusing to do it. He doesn't want to do something extra, whatever. Well, Bryce Harper though does have <laughs> this uh, air about him that sure. says. I am a conceited douchebag. I suppose And so. he's done nothing to dispel that. Yeah, yeah. That said, yeah. it is a contract year, and he's playing himself lower and lower and it's lower. True. Yeah. And if I can hook him and Chris Bryant up, I'll be a very happy man. Yeah, maybe yeah. he's playing right into that. Uh, like, you know, maybe like... He, Those maybe Vegas knows. boys back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, and, and I know we got to move it on here, but... Uh, Nick the Stick, Nick Marcakis. I, I I sent out that tweet from the uh, Rain Delay Theater Twitter account saying like, if uh, I take back everything I said about the uh, uh, All Star Game, if Nick Marcakis makes it, and then I quickly walked back those comments when I found out that it was his first, that he's never been to an All Star Game before. I'm totally supporting him. Matt Kemp, I can't vote for. I just I don't like Matt Kemp. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just can't vote for. The guy. I don't like Matt Kemp either. Yeah. But the fact that up until now he was washed. He, he was, was yeah. done. Yes. Yeah. He was it's in that story. Adrian Gonzalez trade. It was yeah. like it was like two two old guys getting traded yeah. for each other. And they were gonna yeah. release him. They yep. like, didn't even want him. But yeah. Yeah. So. so the fact that he was able to just be like the fact that he's having a fuck you season yeah, yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's uh-huh. good. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, uh-huh. That's exactly right. Okay, uh, Mark, what do you got for first base? Uh, I went with free swing and Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I would have taken Rizzo, but he is not great this year. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, so, yeah, and Freddie Freeman, I mean, he's a 
really solid first baseman and a good power hitter. Um, yeah. Not the best glove, but he's all right. I like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, and he's on a good team this year. Yeah. He is, and that's one of the cool things. Like when a team kind of comes out of nowhere and has a good first half, it's cool to like uh, recognize their players. And so like if Freeman makes it, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And the average is there. He's hitting over three hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Man, you know who I have for first base. Uh, it's a write-in. My boy. Even his foul balls are electrifying. Jesus Aguilar. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I love Aguilar. His, his numbers are amazing. He's over 300. I think he's got 19 homers, 55 RBIs maybe. Okay. Um, he's, just, he's been ridiculous. Ouch. He hit like 16 home runs uh, in the month of like late May and June or something crazy like that. He has like the most homers since May 1st or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's, been, he's been good all year. Uh, the Brewers would be nowhere without him with all of the injuries they've had yeah. uh, with, with him and Hayter, who's also going to be on the All-Star team. For sure. Um, and for, you know, he's just such a great story. He lingered in the minors with Cleveland. The Brewers basically picked him up off the scrap heap. So, uh, and they were, they, he almost didn't make the team this year. So, yeah, uh, yeah he's been amazing and he's my, my right-in vote. That's tough that he's a right-in vote. Yeah, because uh, yeah. Thames, Thames is the Brewers' uh, candidate, um, yeah. and you know he's he's not going to be anything this year. So Darn position redundancy. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he's mostly in the outfield now too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, all right. Well, you know what? I voted for Rizzo because I can. Uh, I just voted for Rizzo. I think I think Rizzo should have made it last year, so I'm voting for him this year. Sure, I yeah. mean, yeah. that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I don't I, know. I was surprised you didn't have Almora in the outfield. That was what I was going to say. <laughs> and he's actually having a good year this year. Yeah, but, he um, was leading the league in average because he qualified at one point. Mm-hmm. I think he probably fell back out. But, yeah. Well, yeah. as I'll say this: as bad as Rizzo started, his numbers are actually pretty good. I mean, he might even be on pace for over 100 RBIs, or well, maybe not, but maybe 90-ish, but um, yeah, it yeah. looked like he was going to have a really bad season, um, and yeah, he turned it around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. and the average is creeping up mm-hmm. now. I think mm-hmm. it's closer to 250 yeah. than 200 yeah. now, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. It's just not, it's not Rizzo numbers. No, so. it is. No, no. 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 Um, all right, second base, Mark. Javi Baez. Yeah, why absolutely. would Why would anybody pick anybody else? Anybody, I swear to God, if either of you pick someone else, <laughs> we're going to get into a fist Fine. That's, that's fine. You'll just hear a bunch that's of That's not true. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, Javi Baez, uh, he's A, my favorite baseball player. Yeah. Uh, and B, uh, I don't know, I think he's the best second baseman in baseball right now. He's got the glove. He's got the bat. He's putting it all together. And he's yeah. fun to watch. He's yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. It's it's hard to, like, um, to think, uh, you know, uh, non-partisan. Uh, but, uh, well, Jack, what do you got? Well, I uh, grudgingly um, picked uh, Scooter Janet. Oh, uh, you, yeah, you, you, wow. were, you were shaking your head like, oh, he picked Baez too. Wow. No, I am. Um, so, so, okay, so I think Baez is going to make it. I think he deserves to start. Uh, he's an electrifying player. The Cubs have uh, really been leaning on him this year, um, you know, in the absence of Rizzo in the beginning of the year and now Bryant. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, Janet, like, and I say grudgingly because, you know, Janet was a, basically a bum with the Brewers his last yeah. year or two, and now he's hitting like 330, and he's on pace for like 40 home runs. And that little band box he plays in. But, like, yeah. um, I mean, hilariously, uh, like, Segura and Janet like the middle infield the Brewers have had and that's like their biggest area of need right now both yeah. of those guys are hitting 330 playing every day yeah so I mean true. those are two change of scenery guys but yeah I mean I think Janet deserves to make it this year he's hitting you know his average is great he's hitting homers so yeah, yeah. there you go now, now listen Mark before you hop over the table and, and choke Jack out, I just want to—I'm going to put this into perspective. I think it was tougher for Jack to pick Scooter Jeanette than it would have been for him to pick Javi Baez. Uh-huh. I, I get it. I get it. He's, he's, so he's still eating a shit burger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by picking Scooter Jeanette. Yeah, and the Brewers got nothing for Jeanette. They cut him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So 
Yeah, so it was it was rough, but um, you know I think his numbers are partially due to the ballpark he plays. In, right. But as long as you're you're eating crow on that one, Jack, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take it. Uh-huh. Listen, I love Ozzy Albie's. I think he I think he deserves it. Mm-hmm. This is a really tough. It's like the American League uh, shortstop. Like it's a tough thing because actually Jeanette deserves it too. Like those you can't argue with those numbers. They're pretty damn good. But Javi Baez is like it, this is what I'm saying. It's hard to like think of this like like neutrally because like I think he's the most entertaining person to watch in the league right now like you know maybe like if Harper was like uh, him doing a little better with the average like you could give it to him but like Avi Baez is just he just does crazy things we all know this already but like it's like he should be in the All-Star game like he'll he's gonna do something cool in the All-Star game he's gonna pull out some insane slide yeah uh, he's gonna make an amazing like throw an amazing grab the break he's always cartwheel the... slide or something yeah you know? man yeah I would just like to say uh, thank you uh, Jim Hendry for bringing uh, him to the Cubs uh, <laughs> Theo Epstein uh, you know despite what he probably wants people to think uh, yeah. you know didn't this... Have just, anything to do with that. You know what? Theo Epstein's not a bitter man like Jerry Krause was, who was always <laughs> angry that he didn't bring Michael Jordan to the Bulls. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, he would always remind people, but I brought Tony Kukoc. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you think he should get credit for not trading? Yeah, him? I was going to say, yeah. Because <laughs> Baez was on the trading block for oh, a long God, time. Well, sure, because yeah, early on in his career, he never, he always had the glove, but he could never put the bat together. He was a strikeout machine. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. when he first came up, I remember he had a lot of home runs in a very short amount of time but if he wasn't hitting home runs he was striking out and that was it he was an enormous liability Mm -hmm, Um, and it wasn't until really the World Series year that he kind of like started to put the pieces together but he was still a strikeout liability yeah Um, for sure this year though, it's all getting together. Did you see that steal on home he had the other yeah, day? Yeah, the slide. The slide was, was oh, ridiculous. He's becoming yeah. like a viable, stole like home run, like stealing home threat every time he's on third base. Like, yeah, he's crazy. got what fifteen steals this yeah. year? Sixteen steals? Yeah, yeah. It, it's almost like he uh, he sees the game in slow motion while everybody else is seeing it uh, yeah. regularly. He does it with defensive plays too, where he'll drop like soft liners so he can turn double plays and stuff. Yeah, um, I yeah, mean, he, he believes in himself and his ability to to make those plays. Yeah. And so, like, I, you gotta just give your hat, like, tip your hat to that mm-hmm. for sure. Um, let's t- let's move over to shortstop. Uh, once again, this is another homer pick, but okay. I took Eddie Russell. Yeah. Okay. Um, a, he is having a good year. I totally think he makes it. He deserves it. Yeah. Um, he had a rough start. The bat wasn't quite there, but he has been hot the last month. Yeah. You know, he's got his average up to like two eighty something. Yeah. And like he's getting a little bit of that power back that he had a couple years ago. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. defensively, obviously he's solid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, uh, I had Brandon Crawford. No, I was just, I was smiling because I, I I said you know Jesus like probably you know I should have picked a, a Cub in here somewhere that must just be the, the hate Woody I have. But I do think John Lester is going to make it uh, from the pitching staff. For but sure. uh, I I think uh, Crawford's hitting over three hundred. He's a defensive whiz. Um, so he was my pick. Okay, and I went Eddie Russell as well. Mm-hmm. And it's not even so much about Russell. It's just like. Hey, naturally, give me some better options here. I don't like Crawford. Crawford mm-hmm. b- bums me out. He's, his hair is too long. I'm a fan of long hair, but his hair is like all greasy. Yeah. Okay, Sparky Anderson. <laughs> I have, I like, I, I, I like. I, I'm not opposed to the hair, but Crawford is just he. He looks. 
the hair makes him look slow. It makes him look like a like a like a lazy player somehow. I don't know, uh-huh. like you know, I don't know how that is, but like he's got good numbers. He probably should deserve to make it. He's probably the best uh, shortstop in the National League, but I I don't care for him. He does nothing for me, so I can't vote for him. Okay, I would have sooner voted for Trevor Story, but um, <laughs> but uh, it, that wasn't happening. All right, third base. Uh, you know, I wanted to take Chris Bryant. Yeah, but he's been hurt. And hasn't yeah. been having a typical Chris Bryant year. Like, the average is there, but the power numbers are way down from where they are. So I went with Nolan Arenado. Yep. Okay, yeah, me too. I had Arenado. Me too. Me too. Yep. Yeah. I mean... That's just kind of no question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, you know, he's he's great. The numbers are, are great. Uh, Bryant, yeah, he... Like, this is my non-homerism. Like, Bryant probably... It's, he's not, it's not an all-star year for Bryant. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so it is what it is. Um, uh, then we go to Catcher. And that's the last one we got, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, on my ballot, I put JT Real Muto. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm just going to say Wilson Contreras. Yeah, I'm just going to change well, my, he pulled my a, mind. He pulled into first place, like, today or something. Yeah, exactly. So. That's why I'm changing my... I'm, I'm, ba- I'm very sad because I gave JT Real Muto a vote. Yeah. And could have put him in front of my man Wilson. Yeah. But, no, I mean, Wilson Contreras has one of the best arms behind the plate yeah. in the league. And good hitter, cool dude. <clears throat> That's my guy. All right, that's fair. That's fair. What do you got, Jack? Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't say thank you to umpires, though. No, yeah. Um, no. So I had a. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're welcome. <laughs> ridiculous bullshit. Uh, I had Real Muto as well. He's hitting over 300. Okay. Um, a lot of at bats. I also had the great Real Muto. Okay. Definitely. I, I. Not enough people talk about his last name. What is that name? What what is the origin? I have no, I've never seen anyone. It reminds me of the great Mute, the great Muda or whatever that 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 wrestler that Japanese wrestler. Uh-huh. Like that's the only like that's what I think about. Like I, I've never seen this last name before. No one's talking about this. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a bizarre last name, and it seems like it's tough to like trace what the origin of that name would be. Like I don't know. Yeah, it's no. so weird. I don't. know. I mean, yeah. did either of you guys just look up like basic? <laughs> Biographical information, just to be like, where's he from? Uh-huh. I mean, no, I, I if didn't you go by like the rule of thumb, like the ending in a vowel, like the O, like he could be Italian, but real muto, like it's just weird. I don't know. It's like it's weird. Like maybe like his birth certificate got smudged or something. Like his, I don't know. But like, so I voted for real muto also. Okay. But what a great chance now that I got to talk about his last name. Uh-huh. Um, however, I will say this uh, today with like the final push going on. I may have stuffed the ballot today for Contreras and Baez. I mean, I was already uh, stumping for Baez, but I, I threw some Contreras' way just to try to get him in there. You know what I would love to see? I would love to see Contreras rifle the ball to Freddie Freeman in the All-Star game, with the way he fires it to, to uh, Rizzo. Because yeah. Rizzo at least knows him. Yeah. He's going to kill Freddie Freeman. He's going to hit him in the head. And or Aguilar, him. if Aguilar makes the team. Yeah, well, yeah, he might knock Aguilar out for the second half. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting um, if, he, if he does make it. But. So I looked up JT Real Muto mm-hmm. yeah. to get... Uh, Something. Yeah. So JT stands for Jacob Tyler. Okay. okay. He's from uh, Dell City, Oklahoma. And all it yeah. says about his background is his parents are both blue-collar workers. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so Listen, I want you. I want to, to be known that my parents are working hard. <laughs> so uh, I guess Rio Muto, the origin of that word is white. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It's uh, okay. sooner. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Prospector. Dust Bowl? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, well, we'll find out more about Wheel Moon. Maybe if he gets in, they'll, they'll, do, they'll talk about him. I don't know, because no one's talking about the Marlins. So. Yeah, maybe no. we get like a Brian Gumble real sports segment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, so let's move on to the main event here. Okay, let's go to uh, baseball songs. Okay, okay, perfect. All right. So, um, yeah, there's, uh, I, I don't know, there's lots to choose from. I mean, I think, like, uh, uh, in the baseball movies, there's a great uh, selection of songs to pick from. There's been, like, novelty songs created. There's uh, been, uh, uh, like, legitimate songs created. So, like, uh, let's let's go through and see what we got. So we each picked two. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, at first I was thinking that it was going to be tough, but, like, I'm like, two's a good number. There's two that I want to talk about for specifically. So uh, let's start with our guest, Mark. Um, what was your, uh, what's your first one there? You uh, the first song I picked is the easiest choice anyone could have made, mm-hmm. and that's John Fogarty, Center Field. Yeah. I mean, that's not really the clap pattern. That wasn't it, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, I would say the ghost of John Fogarty would be very upset, but he's very much alive. He's alive. Yeah. Yeah. So, watch out. He's coming for you. He's going to come at me with a uh, baseball bat guitar. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, no, man, it's, yeah. like, it's a perfect, uh, yeah. you know, sunny slice of country, uh, you know, swamp rock from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, the production is just it's so glossy but every time I hear that song I smell the grass and I hear like the crowd and I can taste like Cracker Jacks and it's like it feels like being at the ballpark yeah Uh, for sure and you know the song the narrative of like the guy coming up through the minor leagues and like desperate to get into the game yeah I don't yeah. know it's just uh, it's the perfect baseball song yeah yeah um, yeah. Jeremy actually did that song you, you were probably there that night uh, yeah. at yeah. Uh, for karaoke for my birthday because my birthday's on oh, April right. 1st yeah which is like the beginning of the baseball season yeah, so like sure. he did that song we'll on, check you know. that under the end of the podcast I think we, I don't think Sound oh, 5 will flag us for that oh yeah, 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 yeah you right. probably yeah. have that recording right I do yes I mean, nice you guys aren't you guys aren't like monetizing this as of it, right? You don't have ads or anything. You'll no. be fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, John Fogarty, a very easy karaoke voice to do. Pretty much anybody can do his songs. Yeah, it's just yeah. high pitch yelling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. You know, I actually, I read that he uh, wrote that song, like, because he's from the West Coast. I think he's from California. Yeah. But, oh, um, yeah. but, but like, when he was a kid, they didn't have, ba- they didn't have any major league teams on the West oh, Coast. Okay, so, yeah. like, he always thought of, like, the best player in the world as, like, the center fielder for the Yankees, which right. is why he uh, wrote that. But it kind of mm-hmm. baffles me that, like, there was a time when there was no major league baseball on the west coast yeah that's well, I mean, when, did, crazy. when did the giants when did the san francisco giants start was it the early 60s maybe or late 50s early 60s i would say late yeah. 50s yeah but, like, probably okay. late 50s so yeah i mean when he was yeah. a teen he was already a, like a teenager early 20s by then mm-hmm. actually credence kind of hit in like the yeah. mid 60s yeah. yeah no you know what it was the 60s because like uh jackie robinson refused to to move with the team right he didn't he never played in la right? oh so like when the Do- yeah so did who came out first was it the giants or the dodgers or did both come at like the same time maybe uh, yeah okay yeah we should yeah. know, no, this, we should know this, but yeah yeah the angels were later okay yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but um but yeah yeah so that's that's interesting mm-hmm. um yeah it is it's a it's a great song he's got he like tackles all the subjects like he like illustrates it beautifully um, like uh, it's just it, he nails it like he nails a baseball song yeah sure. he mentions real players and he also mentions old baseball fables like the mighty Casey yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah everything is covered I'll take here's my here's my hipster like music guy angle to it the song on paper is like 
a cheese factory. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a super cheesy song, but it's great, and I love it. I just I I mean I love the structure. I love the the whole thing about it. Like it's I I, I love the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, it's yeah, I mean, great. yeah, exactly. It's all major chords. There's, yeah. you know, it's all like simple blues licks. There's yeah. nothing world breaking about the song. Mm-hmm. But when you put all the dumb pieces together, yeah. it forms something greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it kind of fits with baseball too. It's like a classic, like song. It's yeah, just a classically sure. structured song. I'd say. Yeah. So there you go. It's great. It's a great one. It's an awesome one. Should we uh, go? Should we take one turn around? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, so uh, my first song, uh, we've talked a little bit about this on the podcast before, but it was uh, "Right Field" by Peter Paul and Mary. Um, yeah. I think it's uh, it's it's just a great um, it's a great song about being a kid um, playing in little league. Uh, you know, certainly I can relate to the. So the the song is about uh, for those who haven't heard it, just a, a kid who's like picked last and he plays in right field, and like that's where the the worst player is always put. Um, you know, unfortunately, during my early years of playing baseball. Like I can relate to the protagonist <laughs> yeah. of that song, yeah, um, sure. you know. So I, it also <laughs> seems like uh, that's a, a strange subject for like Peter Paul and Mary to tackle uh, baseball. So like, did you happen to get to do any research about like the writing of that song? Like, were they? Fans or something like baseball fans. You know, I, I I didn't. Um, yeah. I don't know if there's a lot of literature really out there about it, and certainly not. It's certainly not one of their more popular songs. Like sure, I yeah. wouldn't have. I wouldn't even know about it if it wasn't for that Pizza Hut commercial, right, exactly. which, is like, <laughs> which is like a which is like a cover, and they do a cover of that that yeah. song. But uh, yeah, I just I like the storytelling of it, um, and you know, uh, I, it, it seems like. Uh, you know, it was written uh, from experience of playing yeah. it because they mentioned that little leagues never have lefties that pull. You know, which is yeah. a great line. Yeah, that's true. They do. Yeah, I, that's right. They, I feel like who, like whoever wrote the lyrics, it's got to know something. Like mm-hmm. they're they're like they're they're kind of making some deep cuts there. I would yeah. say. Um, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I didn't know that that was Peter Paul and Mary until you. I too only like knew it from the Pizza Hut commercial. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah, that's a good one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. So for my first one, um, and I think it goes well with your second one, Jack. But so I'm glad you picked Peter Paul and Mary for the first round. Yeah. Um, I got uh, a song by Count Basie, uh, the Count Basie Orchestra, uh, called "Did You See Jackie Robinson Hit That Ball." Yeah, um, and it's just a fun song. It's just fun. It's like it's interactive. Like the the band guys are like they're doing like a call and response thing. There's like a crack of the bat sound effect. Like I think it's a, just a fun song, for it, sure. It, it is, um, and it's it's very catchy too. Uh, I listened to it this morning before we recorded, and I, I had it in my, my the chorus in my head uh, all, all morning. Um, and yeah, it, like with my second song that I'm gonna do, it's it's just like a, a big band song yeah. uh, about baseball, which apparently I guess was was in vogue uh, yeah. back in the late '40s yeah. or back in the '40s. I love yeah. the the intro to that song. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That it's so sultry. It feels like a, this like wet just. <laughs> dark nightclub where like if you saw it in a movie and be like the roaring 20s and they'd go back and they'd be playing that song and everyone's dancing and just rubbing up on each other and it's super dirty and stuff it's in this club that's in a basement somewhere yeah right and then all of a sudden the song's like baseball 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 <laughs> and it just like erases anything sexy about it <laughs> yeah right uh-huh. it takes all the mystique out the lights flick on or something yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um 
yeah, there's some good name checks in there, yep. some old players. It seems to me, it's weird, it's like, it seems to me that the baseball songs are either from the 80s, or they're from like this, like, yeah, this like old time days when like, like, baseball was on the radio, and you listen to like, you know... I was wondering about that. Um, like, you know, there used to be songs about like specific players, uh, and like, you know, why hasn't anybody written a song about like Mike Trout, or something <laughs> yeah. like that? You know, I mean, you Trout, just... Trout, yeah. he's my guy. <laughs> you know what the thing about it is about Mike Trout, and why he doesn't inspire those feelings is because he, he's a he's arguably the best player in baseball mm-hmm. yeah uh, but he makes everything look so easy mm-hmm. there doesn't appear to be any effort in what he does he's right. like a terminator mm-hmm. he's like a personalityless sure. machine yeah. who was made to play baseball yeah. so if you were going to make a song it would have to just be like industrial drums like gung 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 and then like all it is is you know someone going like come with trout if you want to live like that's it <laughs> it's like just trout through a megaphone yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah th- you might be honest something there like Trout is not the guy to write a song about. No. It's someone. It's gonna be someone like Scooter Jeanette. Yeah, yeah. Well, or like Baez because of the exciting play yeah, that he makes. True. Like I could see somebody writing a song about Baez. Yeah. All right. Well, this is maybe we're. I like to think we're putting the challenge out to our listeners. Maybe we could all like workshop, but we can we can hive mind a song. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Maybe for a future episode. Yeah, I think yeah. we can work something like that out. Okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. What do you got? Uh, so for my second song, uh, I took a hometown favorite, okay. uh, a Steve Goodman song, Not Go Cubs Go, mm-hmm. although I will defend that song until my dying breath. Fair enough, fair enough. I took his other uh, Cubs song, his superior Cubs song, mm-hmm. A Dying Cubs Fan's Last Request, All right. mm-hmm. uh, which was originally written uh, by Steve Goodman for WGN Radio, okay. and WGN Radio went... We can't play this. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah, yeah. It's and not sad. I mean, it's dark, but it's like darkly humorous. Yeah, and, yeah. But like humorous. the whole, also the whole song is about how the Cubs are terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it's this dying Cubs fan. You know, he most of it's like a spoken word poem of him <laughs> outlining his funeral and yeah. just like saying things like, "I want an ump to call me out at every base <laughs> and yeah. build a fire over home plate with your Louisville Slugger baseball bats." Yeah. Uh, it's just a really great song full of amazing imagery, fantastic guitar playing. Depending on which version you listen to, yeah, uh, there's a great there's a great version of it um, where it's just him in Wrigley Field in the dug the old dugout okay. playing by himself, wearing like a satin Cubs jacket and yeah. his hat. Yeah, I, I watched um, that. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, awesome. it's just him and a guitar, uh, and it's fantastic. It's a really great song. Steve Goodman is one of the forgotten heroes of uh, folk uh, and. You know, tragically died before his time of leukemia, yeah. and never really has gotten the, I think, attention he deserves. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So yeah, it's this is interesting because like yeah, maybe it's a good t- time to to, to kind of dig deep on him or, a little bit. But like, so I was never like, you know, we, I was too young to know know about him like uh, when he was around, but like. Uh, and I knew the Gold Cubs. That's when the first time I heard about him was like I think when they started putting out the Gold Cubs Go song. Right. But like that song was actually like a like a more than a regional hit. I think right. Go Cubs Go. Uh, the uh, oh, Dying Cubs Fans Last Wish. Request. Yeah. I mean a little bit as far as any of his or, songs could or be. He, hits. Yeah, or did he have a bigger song? Than his that? biggest song would probably be the City of New Orleans. Okay. And it wouldn't even be his recording of it. It was I think. Um, 
Oh god, I can't remember. Someone but like several, he, he's more well known for other people doing his songs. Yeah, like, he mostly lived off the royalties of his songwriting, who like from other people. Yeah, like Linda songs, Ronstadt right? did like one of his songs, okay. which is like a parody of country music, and mm-hmm. she did it as a legit country okay. song. Right. Yeah, um, he wrote a song called Elvis Imitators that was recorded by Jimmy Buffett and his okay. band. Like. Okay. He did all sorts of stuff, but he was mostly a Chicago guy. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and I think wasn't Go Cubs Go written as like a response to people, maybe even the Cubs owners, telling him that he thought... Uh, it was in response to WGN telling them, we can't play your sad song. Okay. He's like, all right, you sons of bitches, I'm playing you a fucking song. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, out yeah. of spite, he yeah. wrote Go Cubs Go, the happiest, peppiest, funnest song he could. Yeah, and, right. He uh, didn't live to hear it uh, become a big uh, hit regionally really yeah. uh, and he didn't get to hear it played he died before the Cubs made uh, in 84 right, when yeah. they had that great season um, you know that's when they started playing it when the Cubs made the playoffs that year and had that big run uh, tragically he never lived to see that run right yeah, um, yeah. but the song like kind of has outlasted him, thankfully. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and you know, one thing I like about uh, uh, Dying Cubs Fan's Last Wish is, uh, uh, th- is that the full name of the song? A Dying Cubs Fan's Last Request. Last yeah. Request, okay. okay. Uh, one thing I liked about it, though, was that, uh, you know, he, he, he mentions a lot of specific names and, like, a lot of yeah. just Cubs specifics. Sometimes when you watch movies <clears throat> and stuff, you can, uh, like, that are uh, sports movies, you can tell that the screenwriters, they get some things wrong about, about stuff, yeah. but uh, this was very accurate. Like, you can tell it was written by a diehard Cubs fan yeah. who, who has watched a lot of Cubs games and a lot of baseball. Right, for life. sure. It's nice to know that Keith Moreland was like the Alfonso Soriano of that generation. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, dropped, he was just drop a ball, you know. Drop a routine <laughs> yeah. The Alfonso Soriano or the Brant Brown? Maybe Brant Ooh, Brown too. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think Soriano seemed like the lackadaisical guy. Sure. He would just drop a ball. Um, but Brant Brown, I think, has the most famous did, yeah. drop. I mean, yeah, yeah. mostly for Ron Santo going no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I don't think I've ever listened to that. We'll oh have to put that one up on the website hilarious. if you can find yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, yes, that's a great song. What's the definitive version? Is it the live one? I, that's what I heard. The, I, heard I think the, the definitive one. version is the the original live recording. Okay, um, okay yeah. Uh, but I think the best version, my personal favorite version, is just him at Wrigley okay. and like his blue Cubs hat, just sitting in the dugout. Yeah, clearly just overjoyed to be there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, all right, Jack, what was yours? Uh, my next one was Jolt and Joe DiMaggio by Les Brown and his orchestra. Yeah, very um, nice. Yeah, I, I was first introduced to that song in high school, actually, uh, when we were reading, uh, uh, what's that Hemingway book about the fishermen? Uh, the Old Man in the Sea. The Old Man yeah, in the Sea. So Joe DiMaggio is brought up a lot in that book. The Old okay. Man Wants to Be Like the Great DiMaggio. And so uh, our my English teacher played that song for us. And he's like, yeah, it's hilarious because, you know, the chorus goes, we want you on our side. And and like you know, so that song had sort of stuck with me throughout the years. Yeah. Uh, one thing I've, I've wondered because DiMaggio is brought up in center field as well, mm-hmm. and like, what was it about Joe DiMaggio that was just like so uh, mystical magnetic, and yeah. like magnetic that like people just kept bringing him up? And like, I mean, he's brought up in the Old Man in the Sea. Like, he just he lives forever uh, in these. Well, uh, songs. Mrs. Robinson. I was yeah, Mrs. Say, Robinson. I yeah. Mean, the uh, aside from yeah. being one of the best baseball mm-hmm. players ever, uh, he also like he's married to Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, yeah. like he he was the, like a star. Yeah, and not just like no athlete today will ever approach what like baseball players were like in like the forties and fifties yeah. Yeah, and how true. popular they were. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean, like. 
back then, every day, it'd be like, Joe DiMaggio was at the Copacabana taking it, <laughs> and you'd see him there, like, handing out, like, money to busboys or smoking a big cigar or whatever. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But now, like, no one's gonna be like, oh, Anthony Rizzo's down at the lounge, whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, but he doesn't seem like a very good-looking guy. Is he considered a good, an attractive man? I don't know. I, th- no. I think his skill is what made him attractive. That's what his I mean. skill is like his personality. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and there, there, I feel like now uh, that 56-game hit streak has kind of come under fire recently, in recent years, oh. uh, with how teams use their bullpens. Right. Um, uh, you know, because DiMaggio mostly faced the same pitcher, like, the they, whole game. They said he right. faced, like, 30 different pitchers during that, that hitting streak or something crazy like that. Like, yeah. Like, as opposed to, like, like seventy that the that someone would have to face like now, sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, not to not to take it away from him. But like I, you know what? I, he seemed like a, just a dapper guy. When mm-hmm. like in pictures, like uh, out, he's always out super well dressed. Yeah, he has a nice suit. And, like his hair is like looked nice. And like he probably just had that it factor or something like that. Like drew people to him. Like he just he seemed like. He seemed like above, like a, like a grease ball, like a dirtbag baseball player. But he was also you can say Italian. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, now uh, we've already uh, gone some places uh, that I don't feel comfortable with. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, like I just, uh, it's interesting. Like, um, yeah, there might, there was just something there that that was that. Electrifying. I never underestimate the fact that he played for the Yankees. That's yep. true. That's yeah. the baseball team. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And again, the center fielder for the Yankees yeah. was like the best player ever. You know, right. and exactly. went to Mantle too. So yeah, there you yeah. go. Okay, and so for my last one, I picked. Um, so this one is like more of a like general sports song, but mm-hmm. like I, it's by the outfield. It's uh, winning it all by the outfield, not your love. But um, winning it all, so like that's another um, like band that like has for, they're called the Outfield, okay? And they're they're like British guys too. I think. Yes. Like yeah, so like you know that's they were fascinated with baseball, I guess. But their original name were the Baseball Boys. Was it? Wow. They named themselves after <laughs> the Baseball Furies from the Warriors. Ah, okay, okay. And like they were English, and you know they you know they love soccer. I'm sorry to get all nerdy on you. Yeah, no, no, um, that's great. But like they love soccer, obviously, or football or whatever. I don't give Foot. a shit. Anyways, uh, when they came to the U.S. because they had a, a very American sound for their band, mm-hmm. they got enamored with American football and baseball. Yeah. Uh, and loved the, you know, in England most. Soccer matches are pretty state affairs. It's just kind of like game starts, game ends, go home. But American sporting events, especially then, you know, huge. There's fireworks and video boards. It's a whole big production. Yeah. I think they got suckered in by that and yeah. just taken with that. Yeah, that's awesome. Like so, you know, yeah. So the outfield, like a lot, the song "Your Love" um, has been like. Uh, I believe that that's the official title is Your mm-hmm. Love. Um, is is become now this like like the 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 walk up song du jour. Like it's like everyone's using it. And I'm pretty sure it was started by Gordon Beckham. I feel like no one is like really talking. Like no one has ever attributed it to him because like everyone right after he did it, like a lot of people jumped on the bandwagon of using that song. And like college players and are using it now and stuff. Like you hear it there. But um, so so they have a strong connection to the sport of baseball like through that song. But um, winning it all actually I will say the first time I heard the song was uh, on the Steve Dahl show in oh, Chicago wow. okay. when the Cubs were in the playoffs in 03 and he was a he's a Sox fan and a garbage and, human being <laughs> <laughs> um, and he he played that song um, 
like you know he's like this song's for you Cubs fans or whatever and I I heard it and I was like oh my god I like I think I I, I started bawling right there on the spot and like I used to like play that song back and think like one day the Cubs when they win the World Series I'm gonna like listen to the song or something like this is like the song that it's gonna be about um, in doing my research I was like looking up stuff I guess it was in the original cut of the Mighty Ducks after he does okay. he does the triple D oh, or whatever interesting. and then they they replaced it with uh, um, we are the Champions. Oh wow! Um, it was then, probably like a temp track. Of, they they yeah. weren't sure. They weren't sure if Brian May and the rest of Queen were going to let him Ex- use it. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, yeah. no way we get that song. Let's just put in this outfield song, or whatever. Uh-huh. But um, but and then it was also there was a video online of it playing during like the closing credits of the NBA NBA on NBC. The Bulls beating the Sonics. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was from ninety two to ninety six or something. Yeah. I read they used that song. They would so use that it would have been during the Bulls credits. like height. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that, I did when you wrote that down and I was like looking at the song. I was like, what other outfield song is there? <laughs> yeah. Right. And when I started listening to it, I was like. This sounds really familiar. Yeah, and yeah. then I like looked it up, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" Like I used to watch, you know, the Bulls religiously, yeah. and you know, watching all those championships in the early '90s. That was what played at the end of every like uh, broadcast. Yeah, okay. See, I forget that, but it's, it's like the one shining moment song or whatever. Mm, like yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so like so there it has some strong basketball ties. It has some hockey ties, but like for me, and the fact that. The, the, by the outfield, I'm, I picked that as my baseball song. So. Sure. Well, hey, maybe tonight when Gordon Beckham is taking his AAA bus ride, if he happens oh. to be listening to our podcast, he'll uh, he'll smile. <laughs> or yeah. more likely, just cry. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. break down in tears. I think yeah. he was up until that uh, minute, that uh, one hour and two minute mark there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there's you know there's so many more too like that mm-hmm. we left on the table, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Were there any other like close ones? Uh, yeah, I had one that I almost switched one of my picks for, uh, but I wasn't ready to to give away center field. Uh, it's called One for One Dimaggio. Okay, uh, and it's oh. by a band called Wolfpack, and oh. I, it's a band that I've only recently just got into, and they're like this very funky indie rock band, yeah. and it's this impossibly funky song that. Almost sounds like uh, like Candy Girl by ABC, like yeah, it rides yeah. that kind of simple riff, right, yeah. and it's just about like the Joe DiMaggio hitting streak, but in the most basic sense, <laughs> and then just like yelling, like it's real strange. Like halfway through, the guy's like, "Oh, you're in for a good time. I'm gonna ask you what your favorite baseball team is. Ready? Go." Really, mine too. <laughs> and like, it's it's oh, uh, it's just a super funky, very danceable song. It's fantastic. Very nice. Highly recommended. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, you know, I think uh, it was it was kind of chalk with uh, I was going to put pick center field if Mark hadn't. Uh, yeah, hadn't for sure. sure. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I didn't have to to, to change any. I I would have loved to put in uh, I Love L A by Randy Newman just for that just for the Naked Gun scene, which I've already talked about, and they play it at the end of Dodgers games too. Well, sure. There's another Randy Newman song. I- which is I think hilarious. It's, yeah, I think it's it cold. is. We, which I would like to unpack a little bit. But uh, well, hold on. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Because that song is like highly satirical about L.A. Oh, that song should be called "Fuck L.A." Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yet these goofballs are playing it at the end of all their games. It's like, look at those mountains. Look at those trees. Look at that bum over there, man. He's down on his knees. It's like they play that at the end of Dodgers games. Yeah, yeah. I they didn't know that they embrace wow. that song, wow. and it's like, come on, like, like. It's like, guys, Randy Newman doesn't like anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. If he tells you he likes it, he's lying yeah, to you. Yeah, if he's singing about it, it means that he hates it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that would have been that would have been fun. Actually, speaking of Randy Newman, uh, he wrote a song called uh, Well, you know, Burn on Big River. I think is the name oh, of it, which is right. played at the beginning of Major League. Oh, um, yeah, and right, I guess it right. didn't come to mind because it's not really about baseball, but it's a perfect song for uh, that movie. Yeah, um, exactly. So whoever was doing the uh, the the sound guy for that movie, whoever picks the songs, um, the music director, whatever, yeah. picked a great song for the opening of that movie. I think. Yeah. And of course, the score for the natural. Too. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Randy Newman. Who knew? I mean, the odds are he, he's got his hands in so many musical projects that yeah. he's going to pop up in three prominent baseball featuring things. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, all right, some great stuff there. So, mm-hmm. all right, I guess um, that'll do it. Uh, Mark, what, do you have anything to plug? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I also have some podcasts you can listen to. One of them uh, is baseball related. It's called Mike and Mark Love the Cubs. And it is ostensibly a Cubs podcast, but really it's just two idiots yelling about things that are tangentially related about the Cubs. It's a Cubs-based comedy podcast. We are not stat-obsessed because we sure. can't be bothered to turn on internets. <laughs> no, that's fair. It's a nice, uh, it's a good counterpart to, to this uh, podcast. I feel like we're, sometimes if we get too slogged down in the numbers or whatever, yeah. like, it's, it's a nice uh, uplifting experience. And then uh, I also have another podcast uh, called Body Count. And beer, which is uh, an action movie uh, podcast. We eat shitty pizza, drink shitty beer, and then we watch an action movie and we goof on it for for a while. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, if you're in the Chicago area and you want to catch a show, come to the Stage 773 on Belmont Avenue and catch Bye Bye Liver, the Chicago drinking play. It's Friday and Saturday nights at 8 o'clock. That's a- yeah, go see it. I've performed with Mark on stage many times, and uh, it's always a, always a good time. You know, he's a great guy to watch and perform with. So yeah, thank absolutely. You. Yeah, we're so glad that you uh, were up for doing this podcast. Oh, sure. absolutely, man. All right, Aside awesome. from the fact that it's 9 million degrees yes, in my outside. apartment. Yeah. I mean, just in general. Like, <laughs> it's not any better outside. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's rough. But uh, um, So, uh, all right, that's going to do it for this week. Um, you can you know where all to find us on the uh, internet and everything and uh, guys let's get uh, let's get to writing that uh, cut that song. Yeah, that stay tuned song. for that in the future. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys later. Bye bye. Took some lumps when the mighty 
Jeremy, he's Jack's wingman, pretty much. <laughs> 